Welcome to Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert Hack, and this season I will be covering deaths and hauntings in the beautiful city of Savannah, Georgia, with a different special guest every week. But today I am joined by a couple of guests, musicians from Savannah's best rock band of 2021, right? That's right. Awesome. The band Keystone Postcard, Victor and Becky Solis. Is that how you pronounce it? I mean that they're technically it's Solis, Solis, but there are I went by Solis for ninety percent of my adult life until we were finally like, why don't we just tell people the right way to say it? So yeah. no, for sure. Yeah. So Solis. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here tonight. Thanks for having us. We're excited. Absolutely. I'm. My first question is: I ask everybody on the podcast, how would you individually describe a ghost? You want to go first? Because I'm the one who believes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess oh, that's a really good question. I never thought about that before. Um, I guess to me, a ghost is the essence of someone who was here before, who's who's gone, but maybe I don't. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily believe that. Oh, they haven't crossed over. Right. I'm not quite sure. I'm kind of undecided. Yeah. If it's like, you know, when I die, will I become a ghost, right. <laughs> or will I not cross over, and or I don't know. But it's it's definitely someone who is here, who's not physically here anymore. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. I guess that's if you're looking for what I think the actual definition, or as opposed to. <laughs> What I, my true belief on what I think ghosts are is stories made up for things that people can't explain. That's fair too. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I that's can't what really I think. argue with that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what a ghost is. <laughs> like people that they think something occurs that they can't understand because they don't realize or whatever. And they say, oh, it must have been a ghost. That's the only... Right. So I'm a little bit of a skeptic. I'm not going to lie. Um... It's kind of similar to a UFO then, like an unidentified flying object. But he believes like... in UFOs. <laughs> I do. Well, that's hilarious. different. No, that's not hilarious. You, How hard is it to believe that there's life on another planet somewhere? How ignorant is it for us to believe that the Earth is literally the only planet that has life? I say it that exact way every time. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't like, think that there's also ener- that we are energy like that can still exist after our bodies give out? I guess... Maybe an energy. If you go on the energy route, to me, that's still not a ghost. That's not a ghost. That's still like that's different. But if you're talking like, I don't know. I say this at the <laughs> preface. I also believe in God, which is the opposite. Like that really goes against the believing in ghosts thing for me as well. It's a thing that I deal with on a daily basis. No, for sure. Mind of. I was just thinking about that on my drive home today. I was like, you know, I really don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in God and. Well, that's kind of the same thing. Well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> it is. Of like, if you believe in God, do, and we believe that when you die, you either go to heaven or hell or whatever, is there room for a middle ground, you know, in religion standpoint? Do we have that middle ground in there? But 
I mean, I would have to say yes because that's kind of where I feel I'm at. But but you're not a ghost. But I'm not. No, no, no. Not no, personally. No, no. Not yet. Maybe. You could even go a step further and say, is it like on the like quantum realm that like are ghosts like kind of like people who are stuck between like when you look at quantum physics where it's, you know, like time You watch too many Marvel movies. Like, no, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and books on quantum <laughs> physics. <laughs> I mean, that's a possibility as well. Yeah. But it's... But Becky believes in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Victor does not believe in ghosts. Correct. Okay, so... <laughs> um, do you know much about Savannah ghosts? Or Savannah hauntings or the lure of Savannah? I, I know that Savannah is supposedly the, one of the most haunted towns. Like, I think they're ranked number two in the country or something. Yeah, it's always a fight between something. Savannah and Orleans. One yeah, I was so, always claiming yeah, number one. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we've done ghost tours in town yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And so we've seen, like, I haven't heard some stories. Right. And I know that there's a bunch of graveyards that the town was built on, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it, you know, grosses yeah. gross people out <laughs> and also leans into the stories and the ghost stories. It's really, I guess, difficult to see skeletons on the ground and not think that there's something. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I have a previous episode in the first season about Lincoln Park in Chicago, which is like Chicago's main giant park, kind of like Central mm-hmm. Park in New York. But that was Chicago's first cemetery. And then they were like, oh, it's too close to the water. We got to move the nice. bodies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did they actually move the bodies or um, just the tombstones? <gasps> not all the bodies were moved. So it's like said that around like 12,000 bodies are still buried under Lincoln Park. What? And there is still one mausoleum you can like see from the original <laughs> cemetery but like Lincoln Park Zoo sits on that you know like a lot of like touristy things do sit on that park so that's a bit like Savannah it's very similar to that aspect of it as well <laughs> I mean all ghost things aside that's just so rude in general. right <laughs> like come on desecrating burial grounds it's just so rude yeah it's a... it all the time the whole car whole country is built on that but it's just so yeah yeah anyway well, you guys are not from Savannah, correct? Correct. Not originally. Gotcha. Well, today I'm going to talk about the Foley House Inn. Do you know? It's a bed and breakfast right now. I've heard of it. Gotcha. Well, in 1987, so... Oh, this is really, really recent. I was going to say, it's not that long. <laughs> the Foley House, which I said was now a bed and breakfast, was expanding And the inn is actually two separate houses joined together. But they wanted to remodel to fit more bedrooms and so on and so forth. When they plowed into a wall, they were shocked to find skeletal remains of a body in a fake wall. The bones were examined. It was said to be a man in his early 50s. Wait, was it like a basement wall or like a wall? No, no, no. In the the actual... Like a main, like like a first or second floor wall. There's remains in the wall. Mm -hmm. That's gross. (laughs) And they examined his body and they were like, oh, he was 50, in his 50s when he died. And it's dated back to, like, he would have died late 1800s. So that, he had been in there for a very long time. And they never found him. They never found him. So it became this, like, very, like, whodunit situation. Was it Jimmy Hoffa? (laughs) (laughs) 1800s, Victor. I'm just saying. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, we don't know at this point who killed the man. So there is like, I'm did gonna... they find out his name and like who it was? No, not at all. They don't know that either. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tell you the story of what people who, what people think the story is based on, because like I said, the house is real, the skeletal remains and it was are just real. One body? Yeah, it's just one person. Okay. And it was the whole skeleton. Yes. So if you're ever staying at the Fully House Inn for a bed and well, breakfast... Well, check that off the list. <laughs> so, Enora Foley built her house in 1896, shortly after her wealthy Irish immigrant husband, Owen, passed away. She knew she needed a way to make money, but as many widows back then found out, it was challenging for a woman to make ends meet. So she decided to build the Foley House next to her original house in place of a house that was destroyed by the Savannah Fire of 1889. So Nora found success with her new inn, and the space also allowed for her widower son and his five kids to move in as well. One of the first renters to move into Nora's inn was a man named Matthew. He was a brick mason from Tybee Island, which, for listeners, were kind of recording... Is, this On isn't considered Tybee Island. We're in between Tybee and, and yeah. downtown Savannah. Wilmington Island. Gotcha. And part of the reason I love about living here is there's less ghost stories about it. <laughs> <laughs> fair. That is very fair. Uh, yeah, so we're uh, very close. We're like in between Tybee Islands, downtown Savannah. But this Matthew was from Tybee Island, which for the people who don't know, it's like the eastmost island of the Savannah area. Um, and it's a t- from my understanding, it's a town of around 2,900 people. Yeah, it's like three miles from tip to tip of the island. Gotcha. It's a very small. Yeah, like, I went to a high school of 2,700 people, so, like, this is very small to me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Like, I love the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the downsides, I'm sure you know, of living on the coast is hurricanes. And, I don't know, have you experienced hurricanes over here? We were here for Matthew. Gotcha. We had a three-month, two-month-old, two, three-month-old. Three months. I can't imagine. When we had to evacuate. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not fun. No. No. Especially with a nursing child. Yeah, no. (laughs) And they closed all of the exits on 95, so you couldn't even get off anywhere. So the child was screaming because it was hungry. Right. We had to pull off on the side of the road while she nursed our child. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we know a little bit about (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm used to tornadoes, so like hurricanes is foreign to me, but... It's not... I feel like a tornado's got to be way worse because you don't know they're coming. Yeah. Hurricanes, you well, that's fair. <laughs> Hurricanes is like, oh, man, I hope the house is okay. All right, well, let's go. Yeah, the downside of tornadoes, you can't evacuate anywhere. It's yeah. kind of just like, right. hold on to something <laughs> and like, <laughs> wish, fingers crossed. But uh, yeah, her, I can't imagine hurricanes. But in 1898, Georgia was hit by two hurricanes. But the most da- damaging and deadly was Hurricane Georgia. Which I wish... That's a little ironic. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, maybe a little more original name, but that's fine. A little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it killed over 170 people along the coast of Georgia. The hurricane hit Brunswick, which is just south of Savannah, but Savannah suffered like major flooding and uh, other issues, damage and stuff. But because of that, Matthew's house was destroyed, so he moved inland to uh, downtown Savannah and rented from Enora Foley in her inn. He helped her around the inn and fixed random issues she was having with the 
bed and breakfast, which created a bond between Matthew and Nora. He was very interested in her, but she wasn't quite ready to remarry, even though her friends were pushing her to find a husband. Mm-hmm. That's the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. And she's from a certain status and class. Telling her to lock that down. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to rush into anything because she is still in love with her husband, Owen, of course. But the other issue, well, I don't want to say issue, but I guess like downside to Matthew was that he didn't come from money. You know, he's a brick mason, so he's not the wealthiest person in the world. He's the handyman. Yeah. yeah. And as, like, three musicians, we kind of have an understanding of that. So how long was this after her husband died that this was all going down? This was 1898. I think it was just, like, a couple years. Like, not too long after. Like, two, three, or, like, six, seven? Two, three. Because there's a difference there. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Two, three, that's... Yeah, but because of her status and wealth and stuff, her friends were like, we want you to get a husband... But not that guy, because he can't support you. <laughs> Even though her inn was doing pretty well, from my understanding. So not only was he poor, but he was also not a great communicator. So even though he was, like, falling for her, because they were really close and she helped helped each other a lot, he didn't tell her that. So it was kind of like, if you love someone, you gotta speak up a little bit <laughs> so she knows. But... Well, then how do you know that she was fine? Well, we'll get to that part of the story. He's not a good communicator, but somehow people who run the story, no, I don't know. You know that there was some Uh, friend somewhere that was like, "Mm, this is how it went down. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) The gossip needs to come out. No, they lived as friends until a new resident moved in. And we again, we don't know his name, but he is said to have been a wealthy exporter on business to Savannah. And stayed in her inn while you know, on business. Because Savannah has a lot of ports. Right. Got it. The moment he met Honora, he fell hard. So I'm, I'm assuming she's like this stunning woman who like, I guess like I she's mean, running her own business. Are way more attractive when they have money. Let's be honest. No. Uh, that's, so, money doesn't make everything. No, it does help a lot. Though. It does. Right? I mean, <laughs> come on now. Although he was very attractive... Nora felt uneasy around him. She could feel his eyes on her everywhere she moved around the inn. And I visioned those like paintings, you know, where you yeah, walk by the painting. It's like that makes me think of Scooby Doo. Yes, very yeah, much so. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> when they did speak, he was rather blunt, crass, and inappropriate. So back then, those words makes me think he was sexual in nature. And you know, late eighteen hundreds, you don't talk to a woman like that. So. That probably didn't help his case either. And this so, is a rich guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the Harvey Weinstein of eighteen ninety-eight. Absolutely. <laughs> eighteen ninety yes. <laughs> All right. Eventually he the wealthy man expressed his interest in marriage, which is a little quick for my liking. I was but say, how long has he been at this inn? <laughs> exactly. It's like a bed and breakfast inn or right. whatever she's got going on and He's there for a week, and he's like, hey, while I'm here. Why not? (laughs) Uh, She was torn because, again, her friends were like, marry someone, and this guy has money, and he's charming, and you should just do it. But obviously, she was not feeling him. One night, Honora suddenly awoke to the sound of footsteps in her room. And, of course, it's too dark to see, but she knew someone was in her room. Before she had a chance to get up, someone climbed on top of her and pinned her down in her bed. She struggled to get free, but couldn't get up under their weight. 
So she reached around for anything and grabbed the first item she found, a large candlestick on her nightstand. She swung it as hard as she could, hitting the person in the side of the head. They grunted, then slid off the bed and onto the floor. When she heard the thud of the body hitting the floor, she quickly got up to see who it was. Nora found her wealthy, crass tenant lying on the floor with a dent in the side of his head. So it was Nora in the bedroom with the candlestick. I almost said that exact same thing. Yes. (laughs) She panicked, of course, because she has a dead man laying on her floor in her bedroom, and she didn't trust the police, so... To save herself, the business, and her family, she sought the help of her friend, Matthew. In return for his services and secrecy, Enora and Matthew married and lived together for over 30 years. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he (laughs) helped her hide the dude's body. And then was like, but you gotta marry me. Yes. Brutal. What's worse? What's worse? Being the wealthy jerk... Or being the cheap guy who's like, look, I'll hide what you did. However, now I'm going to blackmail you into marrying me. They're both not great (laughs) choices for her. She probably could do better. He's in a wall because he was, I'm assuming it was like a brick wall. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How long did he smell though? That's my thing. But if it's a brick wall, here's the deal. Normal walls now, like it, 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 it permeates probably easier. If it's masonry and it's like a brick wall, it's harder. I would assume for odors to get through. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, just stuff know was that constructed better then. You know. What I, mean? I grew up on farmland in Pennsylvania, so we had field mice that would get into the house. Oh no. And when they would <laughs> die mice, in the mice wall, not a thing. No. Living in Chicago, dealing with rats, anything like that is like not my thing. Rats are <laughs> it's brutal, too much. Right? Yeah, Matt, but. R- all right, rats, rats and field mice are they're different. different <laughs> My point is that Tatable one tata, little man. one little field mouse, like we would know yeah. when a mouse was dead in the wall. Fair. Like in the house, we would be like, something stinks over here. There's a dead mouse in that wall. Right. To be fair, though, she could just not rent that room. She could have put them in a wall in a room in the inn, and then just not rented that room for a year, two years until it was you know good to go. Yeah, I guess there's different ways either. I mean, we're not carpenters. <laughs> I don't know the, how it works with brick masonry or, you know, other kinds of walls. A, I was going to say, was oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all jumping out. <laughs> I, I didn't jump. The two of you, your eyes got I was like, what's there. going on? Something slid. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I guess could they have wrapped him in something? Well, see, that's the other, that's what I'm thinking. So, like to your point, I'm sure it may have smelled. I don't know if bricks would have prevented that. And wasn't that the time but... when people really baits would stank all the time? Everybody, <laughs> everybody stank. I mean, that's kind of fair. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Like, I'm just thinking somebody's that just I'm... like, wow, this last person really was bad. <laughs> like I that's hot and humid. Oh, in especially Savannah. in Savannah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like... Which probably means it went faster. Like the gigantic nature of bugs that we have here. Right. It probably was way quicker because it wasn't air conditioning to, you know, keep the body fresh for a little while. So probably her going a couple of weeks without renting the room didn't. Yeah. Okay. No big deal. Gross. I can't believe that. (laughs) Other options are like, I can't, one of you said wrapping them, wrapping the body in something would absolutely help with that as well. I don't know about plastic. Yeah, they wouldn't have had plastic then, right? It's a lot of cheesecloth. I feel like I'm not smart enough for this conversation. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just don't know enough about what textiles were available. Yeah, um, wrapping a body in something would help, yeah, not make it smell. But yeah, I, I guess I would need to talk to someone about decomposition, they, the rate of decomposition. How did they find it? Because maybe they, he put it for make it easy. Because that, that's also got to be how brutal. Let, let's go into the building of the wall. Let's, <laughs> if you're going to build a wall and you have a body, how, like, I mean, not that I've ever had a, to build a wall around a body, <laughs> but like. just build this brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's no bodies in there, I swear. Um, but to hold the body up and stuff, I, I would feel like you would make a box around it because then the box just stays. True. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? Like if you didn't do a box, the body's going to want to flop over. You got to hold right. it up while you're trying to do masonry work. I mean. Or did they do something to the body before? Like. Right. They don't really say how they found no. the remains, and they're so yeah. old at right. this point. It's not like he was like you know, it's not like Goonies <laughs> that it's like a full like exactly you know, like skeleton sitting Maybe up there. They chopped it up, but like, did they chop it up and like burn him and then put him in the wall? Like, I don't. Know. I feel like that would have been no. I don't feel like that they would do that because then that you've run way bigger of a chance because literally she could have just kept the body in that room and no one would have ever had to know you try to burn you gotta take it out of the room right. you gotta That's run true. it past there's five kids running around <laughs> those kids like can find anything That's you know true, what I'm saying yeah. you ever see that commercial where the kids are running around with the mom's things sword <laughs> yes. fighting I mean they get into anything you know what I'm saying no I think the box theory probably is the best option out of this conversation <laughs> um they had wood it's a port city so they had plenty of oak to work with yeah, yeah. and you know they could have absolutely put it in a box and then sealed it with brick and stuff like that yeah in which case i feel like that's easier yeah i mean it's easier to build around too like it's... and he died in her room so if they hid the body in her room she would have had to deal with the smell right Ugh. Yeah, it's a bad smell. I mean, right? yes, you have to deal with the smell. However, what do you want to deal with more? I don't know. Just I feel Jail worse and prison and all that. and like, then, Or like, yeah, but that's the downside. Nobody's going to believe that she, in that time, nobody's going to believe that she was innocent. I know. Yeah. Just in general, just stinks. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is the issue. I mean, I'm sure she didn't go to the police because she's a widow. And, you know... There's a dead man, and who are they going to believe? And a wealthy man at that. Yeah, who are they going to believe? The but wealthy man wealthy, dead in her why bedroom. Why was he living there? That's what I want to know. Why was he, he was, there? He was, he was, he was, was, was all temporary. He was, he was like, yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, right. it may have been. Like, he's a guy yeah. like a couple weeks into it was like, yeah. yo, marry me. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. just sleazy. <laughs> but yeah, the the I fact that it. no one found it for eighty years, like that is true brick masonry, like. But I feel after a while, like, why would you open a wall? Unless it's, you're going to remodel, which is what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Savannah, there's not a whole lot of remodel as, well, I lied, there is, but not nearly as much as, like, right. there's so much historic yeah. old buildings that you can't have not touch them. been yeah. touched for years. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a tunnel system that runs underneath the entire <laughs> city yep. that some places have bricked over because they had access to the tunnels from in their basements. Right. And when's the last time those were broken into? Yeah. Like, and there's bodies in those. <laughs> yeah. There was a... So... Yeah, I mean, and maybe I'm getting, like ahead, said, of, maybe I'm the, getting ahead of myself. No, no, no. But go. so... 
how do we know all this? Like, how do we know? Like, <laughs> we don't know who saying before. We don't know who he is, but we know that Nora like hit him with a candlestick and he died and he's in the wall. <laughs> and homeboy got married to what was the what was the guy Matthew. the carpenter guy Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matthew married him. Who said he was interested earlier? Like they're saying he was interested earlier because right. he married her, but maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was just staying there and he had this cool arrangement. He didn't care, but at this point he's like, hey, this is my in. I can now marry this chick, get all this money, and like be in a, a better place financially, and make this wealthy, attractive, we're assuming attractive. Yeah, yeah. Will then marry him? Like, who says he may not have been interested prior to that? Yeah, it's like framed in a way that Matthew is helping her, but yeah, he could just be taking advantage of. Yeah, her. it could have been he yeah. just like, hey, I've just lost everything. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I've been here being a servant basically for her. Like, like maybe Matthew heard the noise. Maybe Matthew's the one who hit him. And he came in and saw him there, and then he was like, "Well, here's my opportunity. I'll yep. help you." Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, maybe I think Matthew that's... even set the whole thing up and was like, "Yo, bro, she was talking about you. She said you should go in there." Oh, that's a whole. That is, level. yeah, that's a shady ass. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> but seriously, uh-huh. I mean, I'm just saying, what would that like? No, you're right. That could be plausible. That's the thing about, I mean, this story is so old. And with anything, things get exaggerated. Things get, it's a huge game of telephone. If that is the case, I could totally understand why he would be back trying to haunt people. If he's in that wall and he's like, yo, I I was done dirty. (laughs) So is that what happened then? Like, is that what the next part, like, or is this just kind of like a story? I mean, like I said, (laughs) (laughs) no, like I was saying, like, uh, Anora Foley is real. Her husband did die. That's why she built the house. You know, all this stuff. There, um... And there was a body in the wall. So, like, all of that is real, but we don't necessarily know all the facts leading up to it. Because it was so long ago, and I don't think anybody would have written down what happened in, like, a diary or anything. Mm -hmm. This is a secret you take to the grave. So it's kind of... You know, it's kind of... We have... I think Matthew, his name, like, showed up probably in some documents of staying there and things like that. But if this guy's name, we don't know. And maybe his name was removed from the documents of staying there because he was murdered by her. So she was but like... But they did get married. Her and Matthew were married. They have records From of my understanding that, yeah, that's true. Did they have any kids then? That's, I don't, that's a good question. I mean... She already had like five grandkids. I don't know if she needs to... She had grandkids at that yeah. point. Oh, that's right. Oh, she was okay. Yeah. I didn't realize she was that. That's what they said. The the son. Yeah, her son had her five kids. Her son and five kids. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I was thinking it was her kids running around, but no, it's her okay. grandkids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at that, she, I mean, she could have been like 20 with grandkids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Okay, that's not exactly. I mean, okay, 25. It was a little young, but yeah. <laughs> Well, before we get into the hauntings, we're going to take a short break. So go to the beach. Don't flirt with your landlord. I think that's a very good lesson to have. (laughs) And always keep a candlestick close by because you never know when you'll need it. But we'll be right back.
you ready to talk about some ghosts? Let's do it. No. <laughs> okay, so a common apparition in and around the inn is of a man in a top hat. He has darker features and usually appears angry. He's been seen several times in the garden, but a more up-close interaction came from a woman named Jerry. And for people who don't know, this house or this inn sits in one of the squares in Savannah. I think there's like 22 or something like that. Yeah. Um, But she was unaware of the inn's reputation and just staying there for a while. One day on her way back to the inn, she felt someone shoulder their way past her. Obviously, she was very upset because who likes to get shoved out of the way? Um, When she looked at the man in the top hat, he was visibly upset. The man was waiting in front of the inn's door, but acted as if Jerry wasn't there. She became nervous as the man entered the inn. So, of course, Jerry became interested and followed him inside. Once she stepped through the doors, the front doors of the inn, the man was gone. However, she heard heavy footsteps walking up the stairs, so she followed the footsteps as they led her to a wall. Oh, no, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) She was confused, but continued on with her day. That night, she told the front desk her story, and they nonchalantly explained to her that the wall noise... The noise that she heard led her to the wall that was the very spot they found the skeletal remains 20 years earlier. How convenient. Of course. If I were Jerry, I'd be like, <laughs> you didn't put that in your little... Well, she wasn't even staying there. No, she was, but she oh, had she no was. idea of like what happened. I mean, mo- I feel well, most people don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, ugh, no. <laughs> Yelp, Was she in star. that room? Was it in, was it in her room? I no, I think it's just part of like the main lobby area or like communal area. So our theories earlier that it was her bedroom. Well, I think it used to be. Now it's part of like the lobby and like communal area. But when it was originally just the one house, it probably was her bedroom. I gotta take a tour of the the inn to know for sure. But <laughs> well, you can do that without me. That's fine. <laughs> I kind of want to go check it out. Is it going to be? Do a staycation at the Folly Inn. Bed and I breakfast. Mean, <laughs> so it's part of, so the the wall is now one of the, like, lobby things. That's my understanding of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so wait, 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 wait. all right. <laughs> so she gets pushed by this dude in the top hat. Yeah. First off, I would be a little skeptical. He's wearing a top hat. Who wears a top hat now? Right. Yeah, that's a big uh, like, indicator of like something's not right here. I would have been like, who wears a top hat? That would have been my first reaction. Been like, what jerk wears a top hat? Um, secondly, if you walk into the lobby and you follow him, shouldn't there be people working at the desk? That all of a sudden you're like, follow him up the stairs. and you do Like, there'd be people there working. You'd walk in and they'd be like, can I help you? And you'd be like, there was a dude with a top hat. And they'd be like, what are you talking about? Or they'd be like, yeah, we saw him too. And if they didn't see him, BS. I call BS. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, maybe that is what, like, she may have gone in and if they could, like, I don't know, I, 
feel like that's a lot of exposition to include in a story that like all it says is that she followed him in and then when she went inside that he was gone. Yes, and so then like, she heard she... footsteps. It's an inn. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a good point. There is, it is an inn, but it's not like a huge, you know, it's a bed and breakfast, so it's not huge. I'm sure the front desk people know everybody's staying there and are very like accommodating so it's like oh she lives here she knows where she's going we don't need to say anything unless she needs something That's true too. so she just walks in normally because they know her but to your point i'm sure there are a lot of footsteps going on yeah, <laughs> in it's the an bed and breakfast i feel like jerry knew this story and wanted to have her name associated to it it was like I have this ghost story that I can... That's Why do you gotta be a hater on Jerry? <laughs> I just don't believe it. Poor Jerry. <laughs> when was... When when did Jerry have Yeah, when experience? was Jerry's... So it 20 said years. 20 years after so they found out, so... Because they said 87 when they... Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. 07. Yeah. 2007. I mean... Both could be possible. That's the joy of There ghosts. were cell phones then. <laughs> she could have snapped a picture. Maybe she did and didn't see anything. Alright, that would be a better <laughs> part of the story. She snaps a picture. There's nothing there, but she can see him. I mean... Right, I need to come with more evidence. That's I mean, uh <laughs> Wouldn't you snap a picture? No, I don't really do that. I wouldn't have done that. No. I, mean, yeah. I do think if I heard something... Like that didn't match up with what I was seeing. I probably would follow it and be like, well, "That's just me, though." But who? Fo- <laughs> but, that's the other thing. The dude was a jerk. He hit her passing by, and then you follow some random dude with a top hat. Would you follow somebody who was a jerk to you? Um, if I were Jerry, I immediately would know that. Oh my god, I'm having a ghost encounter right now. And <laughs> I would not follow him. I would be like, "Please don't haunt me." No <laughs> Especially if you looked angry. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take a lap a lot around the block yeah, and come back. Yeah. And then I would immediately look for you. Because first I would to prove it to you. Oh, I would <laughs> be like, look for the guy at the top of Did you see it? No, but I, I see, legit. Let's let's break this down. Oh, God. So he gets, she gets shoved by some random dude in a top hat. Then he goes into the inn where she is also staying. And she follows him in. Okay, maybe because she's staying there, she's going to walk in and she's trying to muster up the courage to say something. Maybe she's mad and she's going to be like, yo, right. why were you a yeah. jerk? Blah, blah. Excuse okay, me. Okay, so I'm giving her that. She <laughs> walks in and then doesn't see him. But then hears footsteps. What loud, like, you're, you're going to be like, if she didn't have the courage to say something outside, all of a sudden now she's going to follow him up into a room? Okay, okay. I Wait, hear, so I, the lobby's upstairs, though? You just no. said it was a, lo- well, it was a communal um, wall. Well, the folly into the front door is up a set of stairs. Like so it's, it's like a porch. It's very small. I wouldn't say there's a porch. It's like a landing. Right. So the front door is technically on like the second that's, story. That's very common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. I was I'm just checking. I'm no, like, no, for sure. Yeah. That just seemed a little... Okay. I'm I'm gonna I take what you're saying and I I agree I'm gonna just say in Jerry's defense that maybe she did okay so the guy shoved her it was weird he was in a top hat okay but like if she if he shoved her like maybe she did kind of go in and was gonna be like um excuse me jerk in the top hat who's eccentric um 
maybe she was going to do that. And then when he disappeared, it could have occurred to her at that point. I'm in Savannah. Even oh, if she fair. didn't know, right, right, right. even if that's she didn't fair. know the history of the, the inn, she may have been like, I am in one of the most haunted cities in the United States. Right. Did I just see a ghost? And then if you hear footsteps and if she's that crazy and interested, <laughs> like some people are, then it would make sense to follow it. Because people do that and a then it lot. Led, in so Savannah. it led to people her to the wall. People will search yeah. out stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Looking that's fair. for experiences like that. That's fair. So, but then it led her to a wall. Did it just disappear then? I guess like the, the noise dude, did, just the stopped. Dude? Yeah. So the noise led her to a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would lead me to believe that she probably at that point had realized that it was a ghost. But I don't think that the story necessarily explains that. But I don't think that it has to. Like, why does it have to go inside? You're looking for such detail, Victor. <laughs> well, I feel like if if the ghost is going to show you something, why would he... He already... He was outside, first off, as a person. Why would he just be like, all right, I hope she hears this? Like, and not be like, just come in. And, but to go and then what would be better is if he would have walked into the wall. Like, disappeared <laughs> yeah, into yeah. the wall. If he That's had, like, if that was, like, his mission. And I feel, I feel like, like if, if he going... was a ghost, why did he have a top hat on? He didn't climb <laughs> on top of her in bed with a top hat. Shouldn't he have a dent in the side of his head walking around? That would have been a better ghost story. Yeah, but I mean, now you're going, like, like... That's but like, isn't that what happens? That they like the way they died is how like they haunt you. Isn't that like a is thing? It? I don't know. You do how these do you... ghost things. Isn't that like <laughs> the thing? It's I'm sometimes, sometimes not. That's the really? that's the thing. Yeah. Like he I, think very it's they, I think it's however they want or he need was covering to manifest up his dent themselves. In his and I mean, isn't it true that sometimes they do, they aren't fully aware? Like it's not like that they're like trying to show somebody something. I was gonna say that it's a lot of the times I feel like it's. Um, presented in a way that they aren't aware that they are visible to others around us. Like it's a lot of people believe it as a sense of like it's a it's a parallel world, and somehow there's a crossover. Quantum physics. <laughs> but we're Jerry. If you're listening, please write in and tell us exactly <laughs> what happened, point by point, because. Yeah, I want to know, Jerry. A little more details would be helpful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it would. But she's not the only person. Um, the innkeepers that work there have reported seeing a woman in a white robe that appears to be from the 19th century. So I think the idea is it's Honora still living in her house type of deal. But the white ghost... Trying to hide the dude. <laughs> Like, trying to keep people away. Be like, yo, there's somebody in the wall. That would be a good reason to ghost or haunt a place. Yeah, like, stay away. Believe, get away I'd from here. I believe that more than the... That her guilty conscience was just so... Yeah, like, she's just trying... She can't let it go. Here's my thing, though. If there like, was a ghost. But, I mean, poor... Again, poor Nora. Now she's okay. got to be a ghost for the ever. Right. <laughs> well, not just she has to be a ghost, but, like, you know... Why does she have to live? Like, it's not live. I mean, she's not living. But I don't know. I just feel so bad for her. This no, guy yeah. comes in, tries to assault her. She tries to just defend. It was it was self defense. Yeah, yeah. And she got. She was never arrested. She just had to marry some random dude. Like, I mean, she what? I mean, she lived <laughs> her life. She got to keep going. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, for the times, she was wealthy. She ended up having to live, marry some random dude. Like, that part does really stink because I'm sure he blackmailed her. That sounds like blackmail all over. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's like it's such. So I'm sure there weren't laws where like you have to sign a prenup or <laughs> things yeah. like oh, that. So it's not. like absolutely probably yeah. yeah. So she got blackmailed for that, but it like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have to deal with this dude that you murdered with possibly being in jail for the rest of your life, or having to marry some dude instead? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, right. her options were not good. But of those options, she got to live her life, right? So we know. So we think. But and now she gets to live even longer, apparently, as a ghost, <laughs> forever. If you're not lucky enough to see apparitions, don't worry because you can hear plenty of strange noises, and footsteps are very common, apparently, in this place. In Savannah or in that place? In the, in the uh, bed and breakfast. Oh, in the bed and breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard. That's like a common ghost thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yeah. pretty much like a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Footsteps. I'm curious to know if the bed and breakfast is carpeted or not, because I think that plays a big part in it. If you're hearing footsteps and it's carpeted, that's spooky. <laughs> I don't need to hear people clonking on floors that are carpeted. That's not right. I guess it depends on what kind of footsteps, though. Because you can still hear footsteps even if something is carpeted, but they're like, Muffled, Dull. yeah. If it sounds like it's on hardwood and there's no hardwood, right? Yeah. That's what like I'm clack, thinking. Clack, yeah, clack, clack, clack. Then, yeah, that's that's know. weird. <laughs> and if you don't hear hear any of that, apparently a lot of like a very common thing is you get a rush of wind coming from nowhere. So you'll just like hit with a rush of wind. That's like another common thing. In the end, yeah. Maybe it's just drafty. Very like they, they did. They remodeled in '87. They obviously didn't do a good job because they were Extremely, scared yeah. by the body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just drafty. They just didn't do a good job. I don't know. I mean, people listening can't see my doubting face <laughs> right now. I one's thinking all the windows are open, the other the windows are all closed, and <laughs> that's kind of. I mean. No, I know they're I all. Know. We're not. We're not trying to convince you. Right, right, right. Yeah, we're not convincing you. These are all very, other than the like very clear apparition Jerry saw and the innkeeper and stuff like that. They are very like common ghost tropes that we hear a lot of the yeah, times. Yeah. So it is in that aspect, it does become hard to believe. But as someone Just who like, has experienced a ghost encounter or two, or two, there are some things that like I do believe. More than others. Yes, like footsteps and stuff like that. I don't necessarily like, okay, there's a lot of people walking around. You could hear footsteps anywhere. You can hear a creak above things like yeah. that. But and houses settle and people's like, right. there's assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think actually happened? Do you think the story I told you was correct where he like tried to sexually assault her and then she killed him in an accident and they hit his wall to like, keep her from going to jail? Or do you think it's more like, like, self-defense is what I was trying to say. Or do you think it's more like they killed him for his money? Yeah. Or was it totally. an accident and he just but happened to, like... did they get like... any of the money? Like, they didn't get anything, did they? Well, who knows what he had with him. Right. Like, what like happened to he... his belongings after and he And how died. much, like, did, was, did he just... If he was in town for business, it's not like they had ATMs and credit cards and that the, right. he was carrying all that stuff to do business. If he was in town for business and just had this huge business transaction, right. they knew he had a boatload of dough. <laughs> or do room. we take the nicer option where it wasn't murder and he died from alcohol poisoning or then some random... Then why do you hide it? 
So the other story I talked about in Chicago, a Drake Hotel, some a woman jumped off one of the higher up rooftops and died. And the hotel covered it up because the hotel just opened. So to save but face. But I get that. So that this end had hotel. just what? opened. So if he died inside, do they bury his body or keep it secret? But what year was that when she jumped off the roof and they hit it? It was literally like months after they had opened. No, but what year did that happen? Oh, like early 1900s. Yeah. All right, that's still... Because I'm like, it's not like there's internet that people are going to be like, oh, someone died in there, don't go there. No, I think it's like the idea of like, well, I don't know how this guy died, but he's dead in my inn. Yeah, that's not... It's just not good. going to save face and just hide it. It's just a theory. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) But why would you take it off? I don't know. I always expect the worst in people. Maybe that's the problem. (laughs) Like, I want to... It's hard. Like, I have this... When it goes to stories like this, yeah, I always yeah. go to the worst. Oh, of course. But like when I'm face to face interaction with somebody, yeah, I always hope like ex- like I, I expect the best out of these yeah. people. But like, but it, like, it's I don't know. I just I know. don't like. It's hard when you have a wealthy man and a vulnerable, you know, owner of an inn. You know, you do think of certain things. But why was first. he completely stricken then from the record? Like, yeah. why well, do you not even know the guy's name? If it came out later that this guy was staying there, blah, 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 and this wealthy man or whatever, like, that makes sense. Right. That would be well, like, oh, it was an accident, but they weird. just kind of hit it. Because you, you don't have to strike him from your record if it's, like, if you didn't murder this dude. <laughs> I feel like that's an overreaction from a murder. Because if he died, there are natural causes. You could just be like, oh, no, he left forever. Like, right, he's not right. here anymore. Like, oh, where did he go? I don't know. He just checked out. And he, like... right. And then there'd be record. Whereas with if you're like trying to hide it completely that you like that's an overreaction, I feel like to a murder. I feel what's what's weird and what stands out to me is the fact that like we don't know who this guy is. If he was that wealthy and that important, like no one could go back and see like Right. Like some like some wealthy guy just right. all of a sudden went <laughs> missing. Yeah. At the same time. Like if he wasn't there that long like, no matter where he was like, from. Like, no one came looking or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did they not know he was in Savannah? Did they not know, like... I'm curious to know, now that we have, like, genealogy testing and stuff like that, if they can take DNA, bone marrow, whatever the case may be, from these skeletal remains and see if it tracks to someone related. I think... I mean, I don't know a whole lot about this, but I would think after that long, the DNA is so decompose that you can't actually get DNA right, results right, right. off of it. Right, right, right. Because there's nothing in the bone that actually has right. DNA. That makes sense. I would think that too, but then how do they determine, and again, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I don't know nothing for nothing either. But, um, they've done like all of these weird things with like, they've found like Neanderthal like, right. mm-hmm. um, remains, and they were able to like, from whatever from those remains that are neanderthal remains they can determine like what the person like what hair color they right. had and like what this and that and like isn't that from dna um my limited knowledge of all of these things this is getting very we need somebody smarter to be <laughs> yes in this if you're a forensic scientist write in <laughs> let us know how right and wrong we are <laughs> I would feel, I mean, just like you, I mean, everybody saw Jurassic Park, the fossilized, <laughs> it has to be encapsulated in some way. And then the DNA can maintain. So if they're finding that 
in the ground that has been either encapsulated in some way like, like ice, ice and, men. Yeah. yeah like yeah. ice like these neanderthals are encapsulated in ice or something like Got that you. that's how okay. the dna remains right whereas somebody just randomly in a wall that bugs have gotten to and right, that right. all like right. there's just no dna left hmm. that would be my guess but again what do i know it's one of these unsolved mysteries that we probably won't ever solve i i don't know i know you're terrified of this and I, maybe the, this is what we should do. We should go stay at that place. No. <laughs> yeah, you have to, pr- you want to prove that I, that you, you want me to go stay in the place. <laughs> that was my next question. Would you stay in a haunted bed and breakfast or hotel or anything like that? No, I, not knowingly. No. Not knowingly, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Why? want to be haunted. You feel bad so so bad for Anora. I mean, you can go and Anora, is that what it was? Anora, yeah. yeah. You feel so bad for Anora, you can go and be like, I'm sorry that your life turned out this way. Maybe you guys could have a good conversation. No? <laughs> I don't think, like, I'm I'm not Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> I've, I don't know anyone who's had a conversation with a ghost. I don't know. And I will tell you, in times when I've been like geeked out and like scared, like I've, I've put it out there in the universe. Like <laughs> I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> like I am your friend, Casper. Casper, yes, nice. You calling yourself Casper? No, the ghosts, because they oh. should be friendly. I want them to be friendly. Yeah, friendly. So because you don't believe, you wouldn't mind staying in a place that's supposedly haunted. So here's my take on this: is I don't, I'm not saying that I don't believe that weird stuff happens. Right. I just don't necessarily believe, like, it's a, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's a, I don't know. Because I believe in energies and stuff. And I believe in people energy. Like, I just, like, being around good energy people. And, like, there's a difference. Yeah. Like, so do I believe that that in some way, shape, or form continues on or doesn't continue on yes sort of so can there be like weird freaky stuff like supernatural stuff maybe but i don't believe it's a person i don't necessarily believe that it's like it doesn't manifest in like a physical yeah like i don't really believe that like you know like that you're gonna go see an actual person like a lot of the ghost stories that i've heard of in savannah like you can see people looking out the window when in abandoned buildings and stuff like that and i don't know if like it's really easy to kind of think you see something off of yeah. it. like so like the orbs thing i believe that you can see an orb but i don't necessarily mean think it's a ghost it's just the flash of energy like there are energies out there that's right, just right. like i don't think it's necessarily a spirit of right, somebody right. or some but or something yeah. like could it be like it was the energy of a person that is being reabsorbed or something maybe something like that I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really dove that <laughs> deep into it. Um, but to be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I'd and, say most of the time, most ghost experiences either can be explained by something like those abandoned buildings. There is a homeless person sleeping in that yeah. building. Cause that happens all the time. Yeah. Totally. Or like, like you said, it's like you're passing by and it could be something random you know yeah. curtain waving something yeah you know i totally get that um but yeah i think it is one of those i think that's why this podcast is interesting because 
no one knows the answer to it. There is no answer until yeah. you die, and then maybe we'll find out, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it is... Hopefully not, because then that means you're probably a ghost, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know. Oh, like, no, you we... just said ghosts don't know that they are ghosts. Well, we don't, I don't know. I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't know. That is the answer, <laughs> is that we don't know. Is seeing believing. Going I think that's the, the story, whole other though, part. Why does Nora... Why is she a ghost? Like, I don't... I, like you that's said... That's the part that I'm... For me, I feel like if she's a ghost, which is what I feel like there are holes in this story, mm-hmm. then she, there's a reason that she has to be mm-hmm. a ghost, right? So, is there guilt that she's... So, it, is it... That's why I would think it would be more sketchy. Yeah. Well, I like what situation. you said earlier. The reason she's a ghost is to you know, keep people away from where they buried this guy. You know, it's kind of like a beware, (laughs) stay away. Or I'm going to throw a real big twist on this story. (laughs) Just, you know, what if Matthew murdered the dude and then he blackmailed her and told her at like on her deathbed or something at the end and that's why she's there because now she's like, oh my gosh, I thought like, did she's she saying she I had knew, no idea shit. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, but that goes back to the smell. It was her bedroom. He would have smelled at least for a little bit. We assumed it was her bedroom, right? Right. And we're assuming that he died in her bedroom, that that part of the story is real. But that part of the story could just be know, completely yeah. fanciful. And he could have just killed him, put him in a wall somewhere yeah. and he could be like and if he was the, the maintenance guy he could be like oh there was rats in that wall mm, that's fair you know I like that story better it's Matthew's fault and Nora was a non-participating party and she didn't know yeah and maybe that like dude that. in the top hat was Matthew maybe it's not even the, maybe there was no yeah but the handyman wouldn't be like wearing a top hat would he? what if there was no dude and the whole story came out so that they could hide it. But what if that was her man? What if that was Matthew that's in the wall? And she killed Matthew. Because she found out that he did something later. Like he killed some other dude, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, mean, I don't this understand is a whole why, other... why would Anora be a ghost? That's what I don't, don't understand. But, but that's what they're assuming. There were so many people who were right. in that inn that maybe it could have been someone else throughout, like, who had stayed And that's there. a great point. Like, you know, Savannah, like you're saying at the beginning, you know, Savannah was built on graves. On oh, gravesites, yeah. And Savannah had a huge yellow fever outbreak. Mm-hmm. The Civil War, of course. The Revolutionary War. You know, there are so many events to have happened even before the house was built. So, to that point... Oh, wait. She she built the house after her husband died. Yeah. I was like, so it can't be her dead husband. Maybe. Well, she built it next to her house. That's what I was going to... Maybe he was mad that she yeah. Because that that's what I was also... Because don't go... They don't go outside, I thought. Like, they're also just... How do you, a... the guy who doesn't believe in ghosts, know all these ghost rules? I don't know ghost rules, but I thought that that's... <laughs> I don't think there are things... rules to ghosts, yeah, but yeah. Say, like, do they go... Aren't they usually in the buildings? Like, they're not just chilling out on the street? I don't... I, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I think they all... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing about... Well, do you, either of you, experienced anything... I'm not going to say ghost-related, but, like, paranormal. Like, I've definitely experienced stuff that I can't explain. Right. Um, but in terms of paranormal... 
See, but I always try to explain it. Right. Because I don't believe in ghosts. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'll try to rationale and be like, oh, well, obviously it was the heater next door. Right. Was, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. But, you have a ghost story? You have a ghost oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have goosebumps. I do. You know why? Because I was thinking about, so I have, I actually have, I have two, I have two stories. Okay. One is about, is technically not my story, it's my sister's story. Okay. Um, but as we were sitting here, because you asked me about this before we started, and you said, mm-hmm. oh, you have a story, and I said, oh, my sister, what happened to her? But then, as we were sitting here, it, like, hit me. I remembered. I, I must have, like, rid it from my brain, because it <laughs> freaked me the F out. When I was, like, it had to be, like, 15, 16, maybe-ish, I was with a group of friends, and we were at a park, um, like, it was... I remember it was like sunset-ish. It wasn't quite, it was dusk. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite dark yet. And we were hanging out at this park. And I swear, because I was a really goody-goody kid. So I wasn't drinking. <laughs> there was no yeah. substance involved at all. We were hanging out. And all of a sudden, we like all had this like flash of light. And we kind of like looked in that direction. And there was this girl that was like under, you know those in the playground those um like half dome kind oh, of yeah. monkey bar climby things there was this girl who was like standing inside one of those who i mean now thinking about it i would equate her more to like the girl from the ring although <laughs> i'm probably manifesting that myself because i hate that movie because it scared me but um she was standing there and she like looked at all of us and when she looked at all of us it was like this like piercing thing and I actually passed out. And my friends, when they, like, they freaked out. Because I passed. And I'm, like, I'm not a passer-outer. I've never right. passed out. It's not, like, a thing I do. A passer-outer. <laughs> All right. That's the All medical right. term. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any affliction that makes me do that. And when, like, I came to, like, my friends said that I was, like, I, I mean, I was, like, freaking out. I was having, like, a panic attack. And... Like, all I really kind of remember about it was I remember being there with them. I remember the light. I remember kind of, like, turning and seeing this girl. And then I remember them being, like, you know what I mean? Oh, my God, are you okay? We got to get home. Like, this is, like... And we were all so freaked out that I don't think we ever talked about it again. Did they ever say that they saw her as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They said, like, we talked about it, like... In, like, then, like, right. we were like, oh, my God, you saw that girl? I saw a girl, too, and, and now she's gone, and then you passed out, and, yeah. and then, like, after that, we were like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Like, if anybody brought it up, you're like, no, don't. <laughs> no, we, no. We don't speak that. Yeah. Um, but I seriously, I haven't thought about that in a very long time until, ooh, creepy. Um, I mean, that could be why, I mean, that, that would make sense as to why you have this fear of, like, anything. That makes sense. The other story is my sister, my older sister. I've heard this. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Don't interrupt my story. I'm not. Go ahead. So my, my sister lives, uh, she actually lives across the street from a cemetery. Okay. And, I mean, we never, it was, it's our church, our family's church, and we never really thought about anything. Right. It's just the church cemetery, whatever. Right. And she, they built their house there, her and her husband, and they had kids. And my nephew, her oldest when he was very little, like barely talking, just, you know, right. maybe like two, probably Casey's age at this point, mm-hmm. he started, 
he started like reacting to things that like weren't there and started like pointing. I can't stand like the, what creeps me out more than anything is kids. Either you hear either hearing kids giggling out of nowhere like that is terrifying. Even if there are kids like outside and you can't see them, like that is creepy. Or uh, wake kids like standing at the edge of your bed and waking up in the middle of the night and oh just like God, staring you at you. Yes. Like oh my God. Or like or things like that where it's like either looking at something that isn't there or communic something like mm-hmm. I don't know. Kids oh, are just worse. like <laughs> kids are creepy. Yeah, because it's so real. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not like they're lying to just like mess with you. Right. Like I get that. Right. Yeah. So it gets worse. So he started reacting to like things and my sister like started noticing that she was like, what is he, what is he doing? What is he yeah. Doing? And finally she asked him, she's like, she goes, um, Jake, what are you, what, who are you, what are you pointing at? What are you laughing at? And he would say the guy, the guy. <laughs> and she's like, what guy? And he would just like point <laughs> at nothing. Facial reactions are awesome. <laughs> and be like the guy. And she's like. There's no guy, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then he started having nightmares, and he would wake up, and he would be scared, and he would be saying about the guy, the right. guy. And finally, she, my sister was so freaked out, she said to him, she was like, she, she in the middle of the night, one of the times when he woke up, she held him, and she was like, baby, she's like, you tell the guy that angels are watching you, and they're protecting you, and to go away, and to leave you alone. And so, like, with just such conviction, my little baby <laughs> nephew, who's in his 20s now and has kids of his own, here, um, my little baby nephew was like, you know, go away, guy. Yeah, and, yeah. like, you know, and shortly after that, he stopped doing all of that stuff. Right. A couple years later, my sister was going through pictures of him when he was a baby. And mm-hmm. there was a picture of him in his little bouncy seat. And he was sitting in front of their TV. Now, at this time, this is before flat screen TV. So it was one of the old (laughs) boob tube screens. And there was a reflection in the TV of two faces. And one looked like, at first when my sister saw the picture, it looked like her father-in-law who lives next door. Right. Which would be her, her... my nephew's grandfather and at yeah. first she was just kind of like oh you know john must have been over and then she's like wait a minute she's like she remembered when she took that picture no one was there right. she was there by herself and then the other reflection was of like this like young girl or like a young woman that wasn't my sister <laughs> right and it was like this weird like it's so creepy when you look at the picture i think my sister actually burned the picture because it freaked her out so much <laughs> so she doesn't even i don't think oh, she i don't remember that anymore. part of the story <laughs> yeah there's a picture i remember the part of the story that you left out though hold oh, on <laughs> so there was this picture of jake and the then and like after she saw that she was like oh my god there yeah, was yeah. a guy da, da, <laughs> and then his younger sister jocelyn who uh, is a few years younger, then when she was the same age, started doing the same thing, talking about the guy, the right. guy. And she's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and said the same thing. She's like, you tell that guy to go away. Yeah, yeah. Tell the guy to go away. <laughs> and that was, it's, I mean. I remember, so which kid was it? Because this is the part that I remembered about the story, was when she was feeding one of them, it was either Jocelyn or Jake, I don't remember, and was saying if he's friendly, say hello, or if he if he's mean, say go away. 
And that's when he was like... That was Jake. And he was like, go away! And she was like, ah! So because yeah. it wasn't friendly. There were, yeah. With Jake, there were so yeah. many stories. It went on. And, like, Jake had a lot. There was a lot of right. weird stuff but with him. But kids make stuff up. And like, then, but Jocelyn had the same thing. That, that's a little bit that's weird. That's what's yeah. weird. Like, Jake yeah. had it, and you could write it off to but be here's like, the yeah, deal, the imagination. Though, too. Right. But How then old? you had the picture. And then you had his little sister. But did like, Jake talk about it to Jocelyn... Later in life, because I'm sure we still that she's, story still comes up. She's too young. She he would have been too young. There's how many years between Jake and Jocelyn? I don't know. I can't like keep track of those four. Days. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's very. I mean, was the house they were living in like an older house? No, or a, they, they built, it, they built it. it. Oh, yeah. That makes it even more interesting. Yeah, yeah, they've literally been the only people to have ever lived now in that trying house. to figure out what was there before what was it built built on yeah 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 Yeah. because it is it was a rural area yeah so there was nothing it was just land before they built that house well okay so this goes back to one of the other stories i had a listener wrote in a friend of mine um for the first season and he was saying his he's from like middle of nowhere illinois you know like cornfields and stuff like that but the subdivision that same same thing just in pennsylvania the subdivision they built in that area as they were built they had like half of the subdivision built and people were already living there and as they started building the second half they found a burial ground of they don't know like there's just there were no graves or anything so they are assuming it's like native americans or something like that mm-hmm. but they just built over top of it instead of like moving anything they were just like well Cost more to move all that stuff right it costs more and then you get into the whole idea of like well is it more respectful or less respectful if we move the bodies you know that type of thing so right and you that's the other hard part about like you know i was saying how disrespectful it was earlier but on the flip of that like there's been too many people that have existed that every inch of ground would be covered with bodies if you yeah so what point there's got to be a point where like right you know what i mean yeah do they still live there yeah, she still lives there. All the kids are grown, though. Her youngest just graduated from high school. It would be so much better of a story if one of the grandkids... I was just about to say, it. maybe the grandkids will start I seeing I haven't something. asked her. I don't know. Oh, now I want to know. You got to Now I want to know. I'm going to ask her. You're going to call her tomorrow? I might. <laughs> Tell her she has to listen to this my, podcast. Because my, my nephew's kids stay there sometimes. Mm-hmm. And That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're a little bit bigger now. They're five and three. But if they had anything when they any were, moments, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it is a little weird. It is, but kids. <laughs> I'm also curious to know if he remembers. You know, if either of the kids remember. He, they don't. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. too young. They were too young. Yeah. Cause we've talked, yeah. Cause we've asked him, like, it's this is like a family, right. family story <laughs> of now. Course. Yeah. But um, we've we've asked him, but both of them, and neither one of them remember anything. And she, so she has four kids. Gotcha. The other two, never did anything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just weren't special enough. <laughs> or they didn't talk about it. I'm sorry, Jocelyn or uh, Jordan, Justine, and. and- <laughs> I mean, those two are blonde, and the, other, the brunettes are the only ones that saw anything. <laughs> That's true. Jake and, yeah. and Jocelyn We're are brunettes, and Justine and... <laughs> the blondes don't get the blondes. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. 
Well, thank you so much for doing this and being here with me. It was yeah. good having you. Um, you can follow Haunted Hometowns on Instagram and Twitter for photos relating to this episode, guest info, and upcoming news. And please subscribe to the podcast. It helps me. And rate, share, and comment if you'd like your ghost sh- story shared. And it can be from anywhere, anyone. I'd absolutely love to hear it. So email your experiences to hauntedhometownspodcast at gmail.com. Could be anything from a casket resurfacing, which is kind of what we just talked about. Uh, next to where you proposed in a park to your baby giggling in their crib alone at night. Um, and if you forget the email description, it's all in the episode description. And then Victor and Becky, where can they find Keystone Postcard and all your stuff online? So all of our stuff can be found at keystonepostcard.com. Um, they can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Keystone Postcard. Awesome. And if you have streaming services, we do have some tracks available up on your major streaming Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple yeah. Music, Spotify, and stuff like that. Yeah. Definitely go to listen. Yeah. They are not creepy, though. <laughs> and that is okay. I mean, one of the tracks is called Devil. It is. It has nothing to do with, with ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably better for, you know, listen to this and then go listen to their, their music and take a breather. Thank you again for being here. And uh, tune in next week because everyone loves a ghost story. I got this week's information from Wikipedia, Haunted Savannah by James Caskey, Savannah Terrors, and FullyIn.com. The theme song of this podcast is by Ty Air. Follow him on Instagram at 4boyslikeme, that's F-O-R, boys like me. And the fantastic art is from Pepe Munoz. Follow him on Instagram at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z.